This is Sagebrush Survival, helping you prepare for an uncertain future. Hi everyone, thanks for listening. If you don't know me, I'm Blair, the Sagebrush Survivalist, formerly one half of the Survival Brothers podcast. I'm here to share some of the things I've learned over many years of preparing for disaster scenarios and uncertain future events. I want to thank everyone who's still listening and supporting this project, all the people who listen to uh, the Survival Brothers podcast. I've received several positive comments from you via Instagram and Twitter, and it means a whole lot to me. It means a lot that people people, um, get value out of this, and it's helping them prepare. I want this to be a show that helps you get prepared and feel more confident about your ability to weather any storm. So without further ado, let's start with episode one of Sagebrush Survival. This is going to be called the 10 Survival Needs. There are 10 survival needs or categories that we can put all of our preparations into. And we need to keep all 10 of these in mind as we prepare so that we don't neglect one or two of these and uh, over-prepare on some of the other ones. We need to have a balanced preparedness plan. And so I've think as we go over these 10 survival needs, you'll see that all of your preparations kind of fit in some of these categories or all of these categories. Um, That way, as you're preparing, as you look over your preps, over the things you've accumulated, over the training and knowledge that you've acquired, um, you can look at these categories and see where am I, where am I neglecting things? Where am I missing uh, important pieces of the puzzle, so to speak. So let's start with the beginning. Um, Security. Security is always first. Always first. When I was in the military, in the army, the first thing we always did when we uh, occupied a patrol base or a FOB, anything like that, the first thing we always took care of is security. It doesn't matter how much food you have. It doesn't matter how much um, other resources you have, if you can't keep that because someone comes and takes it from you or takes your life, there's no real point in accumulating those other things, right? Um, so security has always got to be your first priority. Um, security encompasses a whole lot of different things. The first thing is mindset. You need to know the kind of threats that you're going to face. Um, you need to be prepared for those threats. That's mindset. Training. That's your ability to execute uh, tasks related to survival. Learning how to shoot. Learning how to move and communicate. Uh, learning how to manipulate your weapon. Learning how to do hand-to-hand combat. All this stuff falls under training. And then the next thing for security is weapons. We live in an era, era, especially in the United States, uh, that is chock full of weapons. Weapons are everywhere. Um, so, unfortunately, whether you like weapons or not, you need to learn how to use them and be proficient with them. So weapons are a big part of security. There's other things we could go into with security, um, how you set up your home or your patrol base, um, all, lots of different things can go into security, but just just keep in mind that's the first thing that you have to 
to get. That's the first thing to, to think about. Second, going down our priorities or our categories uh, is going to be shelter. Without shelter, uh, you can die or get uh, injured um, with cold weather injuries, hot weather injuries in a very short period of time. So shelter is important. Shelter can be your house. It can be um, a tent. It could be some type of RV. It could be some anything that keeps you away from the elements. I would even include uh, clothing. You know, pick, choosing the right kind of clothing is part of shelter. Uh, clothing that will help keep you dry, help um, keep you warm, or keep the sun off you. Things like that. So shelter is important because the elements can kill you faster than just about anything else. You know, kill you faster than hunger or thirst or, you know, a lot of, a lot of other threats you may face. The next is going to be water. You cannot go more than three days without water. And that's, that's being generous. Uh, you know, after a day without water, you're not going to be able to perform you're not going to be able to do a lot of stuff to, to keep you alive. So water is something that you need every day um, and plenty of it every day. Clean water. You need it for not just for drinking but for other uses as well that we'll get into. Uh, you need to be able to purify or uh, sterilize water that you have uh, collected or filter it. Um, so these are all the, the kinds of, of things we need to be thinking about as we're preparing for water. How are we going to collect it? How are we going to filter it or, or sterilize it? The next category, category four, is food. Uh, food is a big one. Um, we all need to eat every day. You can go a little while without eating. Um, there have been stories of people who have been on hunger strikes for uh, over a month. Um, people who've gone without food for a long time, but you're not going to be able to have the energy to do the tasks that you need to do every day, the work you need to do um, to improve your position and uh, ensure your survivability. So food is something you need to take care of. Um, this can include things like growing your own food, gardening, hunting, um, storing food, all that kind of stuff falls under the food category. Category five is power. Now, when we think about power, we generally are thinking about the things we, the electricity we get from the wall or from the power grid um, or from a generator, things like that. But power is anything that does work for us. Um, anything that converts uh, something into energy. So think about fire. You know, firewood is a fuel for a fire that you need to collect or, or stack or dry. Um, firewood is going to get you power. It's going to help you start a fire that can uh, do cooking or warm, warm your house or, or your cabin or whatever. So think about fire, think about cooking, uh, fuel for cooking, fuel for your car, um, different types of stoves stuff like that, generators, and then stuff like solar, you know, getting power from the, the sun. Uh, 
or wind power. All these things kind of fall under that power category, um, which is something you're going to need for your survival. Number six is often forgotten about, um, but it is important. Hygiene and sanitation. Uh, keeping yourself clean, keeping your teeth clean, um, keeping yourself clean so that you don't get uh, sick, so you don't get um, diseased and stuff like that. Um, sanitation, you know, keeping the trash and, and waste uh, in your house, uh, getting rid of that, getting rid of your human waste, feces and urine. Um, these are all things you need to think about. You know, when the time comes, you're in a disaster scenario. If you haven't thought about this, it's gonna, it's gonna start piling up. You know what I mean? It's gonna, it's gonna be something that you have to deal with. Uh, so hygiene and sanitation are big, big things to to prepare for, and you can't forget about those. You can't neglect those. Number seven, we're gonna we're gonna go with medical and wellness. So medical, first aid, uh, taking care of uh, emergencies such as bleeding, um, sickness. Uh, broken bones, all these types of things that, that happen to us from time to time. Wellness also, uh, keeping your body healthy, uh, keeping your body fit. Um, these kind of things go along with medical and wellness. Um, medications, stuff like that. Learning how to use plants from your environment uh, to help treat different illnesses. All this stuff is going to be covered under medical and wellness, and it's another thing that you can't neglect. Um, so you need to be thinking about the holes in your preparedness that, uh, that come from the medical side. Number eight, mobility and transportation. You need to get around. You need to get from place to place. You need to transport your stuff from place to place. You know, this, the need for transportation and mobility doesn't go away in a disaster. Um, in fact, it may become even more important. You may need to, to leave your, your safe location to get to a, a more safe location. So think about um, the very basic stuff you need for mobility. Shoes. You're not going to get very far without shoes if you're, you know, your feet aren't used to walking around without shoes. Um, a backpack to carry some of your stuff that you need. Uh, this could be a bicycle. Think about how useful a bicycle would be in a disaster scenario. Um, maybe horses or even your vehicle. You know, if you can store extra fuel for your vehicle, if you can uh, keep that vehicle running and be able to use it to your advantage in a disaster scenario, uh, that's all part of mobility and transportation. Number nine communication and intelligence you need to be able to find information from the outside world um, from people in your group from neighbors um, from other regions you know that may have different situations you need to to know all this stuff you need to get intelligence even if it's not a disaster situation you need to be um, apprised of situations that could come your way in the future. So that includes like research and um, news, intelligence, um, 
all these things you cannot neglect. And then number 10 is companionship and community. I think there certainly have been people who have lived a long time by themselves, but your odds of survival go down precipitously if you're by yourself. You, know, you, need, you need community uh, not only to share the work and to you know, help watch your back, but just to feel a part of something, you know, to, to give you a reason for living. Um, to help others, you know. So companionship and community is number 10. I don't think you, you'd want to live your whole life, you know, by yourself in the forest or, or in the desert. Um, so think about um, with companionship and community, it, helping people who are close to you to get prepared as well. Um, people that are allies, people who can uh, help you and that you can help them as well. Um, that's an important part of preparing and don't neglect that. Uh, find, find some allies, find some people who you trust, who you trust your life with and, um, and make them part of your circle. So now we've kind of done a really brief overview of the, the 10 survival needs. I think, you know, anything that you, you have that you're preparing for, that you're you know, buying or learning is going to fit into one of these 10 categories. If I'm wrong, you know, if you can think of, of a category I missed or, or something that doesn't fit into one of these, let me know so I can, you know, revise it or, or um, you know, fix holes in my preparedness as well. But definitely don't neglect any of these. I know there's a lot of people that, that just focus on the guns you know, having 10 different guns. Um, and that's, that's neglecting other areas. You know, I, I think I've told this story before. Um, but I knew this, this guy, he had like four AR-15s and two AK-47s. He was just a, a gun guy and, and he liked guns, not just to shoot them, but he was, he was a prepper. He was actively, you know, preparing for, for what could happen. And, um, I asked him, well, how much ammo do you have for, for those guns? And he said something like a hundred rounds, you know, that's, that's one of those things where you're so myopic, you know, thinking about, about one thing that you just neglect other things. Um, but I'm sure that it's even worse, you know, if you, you, you look at your, um, normal, you know, gun guy who, who likes guns and who, who thinks about, you know, preparing and then they neglect, you know, a balanced food supply, you know, or they, they don't have a way to collect water, you know? Um, so all of these things are important. Um, and so I want you as a listener of this, of this podcast to be making plans, to be writing stuff down, and to be actively planning how you're going to get prepared and how you're going to cover all 10 of these categories. Um, and that's why I kind of done this, I've done this one first as kind of a foundation um, for your survival. And I hope you'll take this to heart and write it down. Um, I'm going to be adding 
a website and a blog, so I'm going to be adding a lot of the stuff on there so that you can go back and refer to that. Um, stand by for that. I will let you know when that comes online for sure. All right, thanks for listening through this foundational episode. Um, at the end of these episodes, I like to give a tip or a product of the week, and then I like to do a liberty quote. So first off, let's go with the tip. Uh, the tip this week is learn to play chess. Learn to play chess. It's not just a game. It's something that can help you learn to think ahead, to examine your options, you know, pick the best option, and also think about what your opponent is going to do. Um, there are options as well. Um, so learning to play chess, I think it just gives you a good mindset of thinking ahead and uh, thinking of, you know, what ifs, what could happen. Um, so it's great. It's great and it's fun. Lastly, let's do a Liberty quote before I let you go. Liberty quote this week is from Frederick Bastiat. When plunder becomes a way of life for a group of men in a society, over the course of time, they create for themselves a legal system that authorizes it and a moral code that glorifies it. I don't like to get too political on this podcast, but I do care very deeply about liberty, so I just like to end off the episode with a liberty quote. Um, if you don't like it, you know you don't have to listen to the end. So um, that's that. Um, thanks again for listening. Um, I'm going to try and put these out every week or every other week or so. Um, I really enjoy doing it. It's a passion of mine. I want to get as many people prepared as possible. Um, and it's just, it's just something I can't not do. So I, I appreciate you listening. And uh, take nothing for granted. Thanks. Bye.